Welcome to another episode of Lumber Chats inside of NAU, where we give you an inside look into lumberjack life. Today, we are adding to our Lumberjack Learn series and highlighting the American Sign Language Club. We are here with their vice president, Mackenzie. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the lumberjack community. Hi, y'all. It's Kenzie. Nice. <laughs> you can say Thank like you. your major and where you're from, uh, what year yes. you are if you want. All the important things. <laughs> Um, I am a sophomore. I'm majoring in exercise science with a minor in French and I'm from Las Vegas. Nice. Okay. So before we get into all the questions about you and your program, I'm going to put you in the lumberjack hot seat. So just say the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Yeah. Okay. NAU blue or NAU gold? Blue. Hotspot or dube? Dube. North campus or South campus? North campus. Favorite spot on campus? Ooh. Probably the biology building. I just like sitting in our labs. <laughs> nice. What movie could you watch over and over again? <laughs> um, Lilo and Stitch. That's a solid choice. What's the best piece of advice that, whoa, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received? Oh, um, to not worry about what everybody else is doing. Worry about that myself is. and be kind to others and you'll be good in life. <laughs> that is so good. Okay, so you close your eyes and imagine your happy spot. What do you see? A nice beach. Ooh, I love that. And then the last one is what is your go-to pick-me-up? Ooh, ice cream. <laughs> I now have to ask, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Ooh, it's usually a chocolate, usually chocolate peanut butter. Ooh. But if I'm in the mood, mint chocolate chip will sometimes help. That is, that is my favorite is mint chocolate chip. Okay, now that we've gotten all the really hard questions out of the way, the rest will be super <laughs> simple. So here at NAU, we have lots of amazing clubs that range from literally anything and everything. So what is the American Sign Language Club? Yeah, um, I like to consider us an, an advocacy, I hate that word, <laughs> an advocacy and social club. Um, you don't have to know American Sign Language to join. We're all about basically embracing anybody who wants to learn about both ASL, but also deaf culture. Um, a big thing about our club is we do consider, though ASL is a language, it is also a community, just like any foreign language, as you should learn about their culture, you should learn about deaf culture as you are learning ASL, because it is important, especially since you're going to be using it to communicate with deaf and or hard of hearing people. That is awesome. So now we know what the ASL club is. I don't know if you know this or not, because I've had other people that I've interviewed that do not know. How did your club form? Kind of like, what is the background story behind the creation of the ASL club? Yeah, I was, I was actually there, which mean, which was like super cool for me to actually see a formation of a club. Um, nice. We started January of 2021 and basically me and Bailey, Bailey is our president. Um, they were in my French class with me cool. and basically they were really like tired of not having people understand like ASL or like not understand them as a person. Um, at the time they were hard of hearing. Um, then I had also said like, oh yeah, it just sucks. Cause like my high school never had ASL classes and it sucked that I went to the one university that doesn't have them. Yeah, that's very true. I wanted to take them in high school and then they didn't offer it. I was like, dang it, that was the language I wanted to take. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. And they're like, why don't we just make a club then? And so basically I 
help them find everything on TrueBlue. We um, talked to Dr. Rulon, who is one of the French professors here. He's also hard of hearing. Oh. So very supportive of us creating the club. Um, and obviously we were on Zoom at the time. So it was just like Zoom things. And like four people showed up to our first meeting that first semester. <laughs> <laughs> me, be, me and Bailey being two of them. Nice. I yeah. mean, that is a new club. So I'm not that shocked by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically it was that. And then I stepped up as vice president to kind of help get people in for this upcoming year. Um, and it's been really successful. We've had more people come. Um, we've discovered a lot of students on campus struggle with deaf or hard of hearing, like accessibility, especially in the hard of hearing world. Um, honestly, it's a very overlooked step between hearing and deaf world because yeah. there is that like guiding moment and everybody has different levels of problems with it and it's just nice to have everybody on the hearing or deaf spectrum come and join and want to help and learn and be there together as a community yeah definitely that's so cool that like anybody and everybody can come yeah. and that it was like created and kind of advised by people that are hard of hearing or deaf yeah, honestly, my favorite tidbit that I learned is like Flagstaff has one of the biggest deaf and hard of hearing communities, probably within America, because we have a deaf and hard of hearing school here in Flagstaff, which is why it was mm -hmm. like even more shocking that we're like the only state school that doesn't have ASL classes. We were just like, hmm, interesting. Maybe you'll have to put in a petition with ASNAU or something to get us those classes. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there almost. There you go. So change makers as well as ASL club. So I know you're talking about how you guys have meetings and you guys did have Zoom meetings. Um, when do you meet? Like what time, what day? Yeah, um, this past semester we met on Tuesdays at seven o'clock in the IMQ. Um, but next semester might change day, but as of right now, it should stay on Tuesdays. Nice. Okay, perfect. Okay, so obviously you can hear me and you are not hard of hearing or deaf. How did you get interested in learning ASL? Yeah, um, well, being from Vegas, honestly, I saw a lot of people who were hard of hearing or deaf, which is like really interesting to a lot of people. They're like, really in Vegas? And I'm yeah. like, well, they're, they're everywhere, first of all. <laughs> um, it was just always something that like interested me. I was just like, I was interested in like deaf culture. I can't even like say where it came from. It was just an interest. I always thought like ASL was a beautiful language in itself. Um, just because I think it's cool that you don't have to speak to be able to understand somebody. Mm -hmm. um, signs and understanding someone through just body language and facials. And I thought that was cool. So when Bailey offered being like, yeah, let's make a club then and I'll, and I'll help teach y'all and find resources that you guys can take classes through. I was like, yes, let's do it. Let's go. That is so cool. I know I've always loved like personally nonverbal communication. So even just like going beyond that, where you don't have verbals at all, like, and you have to use hand symbols is super cool. Yeah. And it was like cool for me because like I started learning sign through like YouTube but it's like hard to practice when you don't have anybody else around you to like know if you're doing it right yeah so like there was like a couple of signs that like Bailey was already like oh yeah you know that um because I found this YouTuber who is a professor at a deaf university is deaf himself and he basically sits and does like one-on-one -on -one videos with beginners so it's almost like you're a second student 
Oh. Yeah. Um, his name's Bill Vickers on YouTube. If anybody's interested in taking a look and doing like a self-guided learning, that's kind of what I'm doing on top of being in club. Well, that is so cool. So I know that you've said you were part of and saw the founding of this club. So, so far, what has been your favorite aspect of the American Sign Language Club and why? Yeah, I, I, I do truly love learning about deaf culture. I mean, I'm a very, I like learning about culture in general. Mm -hmm. um, I think, I think culture is such a very special aspect of any language and country that you go to. So like, that was always my big thing. No matter what language I was going to learn, I wanted to learn the culture with it. So having Bailey be willing to sit down and talk about their experiences and their experience in the deaf world and also what deaf culture looks like, it's so cool and engaging and just like learning about some of the things like deaf slang is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> they have some of the coolest slang terms that I'm like, can we, can we bring that in English? Please? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One well, that's of my so cool. Yeah, one of my favorite slang terms is um, it's called um, train gone. And basically you do the sign for train and it's just going out basically. Okay. Yeah, um, but basically it means like if somebody comes into a conversation, they're like, wait, what was going on? The person could just be like, train gone. It's it's gone, you're not, <laughs> not getting the It is like pretty much me. Cause like I hate re-explaining. So I'm like, that is perfect. Oh, I love that. Like my train of thought's gone. It's not coming back. Like, I'm sorry yeah. about that. Literally, you, you missed it. That's not my. I'm sorry. <laughs> the only bad thing is the person that comes into the conversation could be like, "No, train back. Explain it." And you're like, "Oh, okay." Like <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so cool. I love that you guys also include like not just like learning the signs and stuff that you also include like the culture. That way, you can like fully appreciate the entirety of American Sign Language. That's so interesting. Yeah, and honestly, another really cool thing that I've learned about deaf culture is a lot of them don't consider deafness a disability, like okay. we do in the hearing world. Yeah. Um. Honestly, when somebody goes deaf and they're fully starting to immerse themselves in the culture, a lot of people around them will call it actually deaf gain and not Ooh. hearing loss. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was just like, that is like so interesting, but like when you think about it, it's like if you grow up deaf or blind, like how much you are you really considering that a disability? It's only a disability when things aren't accessible to you in the world outside of what you're used to. That is a very good point. That's a great way to look at that. I've never looked at it that way. Wow. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, okay, that's like really cool to know. And like, honestly, in a sense, comforting because I feel like sometimes going deaf or going blind can be very like scary for people. So to understand that there's a community there for them that is like, no, 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 you didn't lose anything. You've gained something um, that is really special to this community you're joining. It can be like comforting and make something yeah. that could be scary for some people, at least less scary in a sense. Oh yeah. Yeah. It brings some positivity and light to a tough situation. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so I know you talked about how you learned some of your sign language, like from YouTube and then also from Bailey, the president of ASL club. What has been so far the hardest sign you've had to learn? Oh my gosh. Honestly, like finger spelling is just hard because it's like, you can sign really slowly and everybody's like fine with that. But then you hear like practiced signers and they just finger spell and you're just like, I need you to go away slower again. Oh, so they just like literally write out the word instead of using the actual sign for it? Yeah. So sometimes there will be words that don't necessarily have signs or there's like sign disagreements. Like there's oh, okay. this huge council in the ASL world that will meet yearly 
to discuss like new signs or changing signs and everything. So it's like cool. really cool, but like a lot of signs at some, certain points can be super controversial. So sometimes it's easier to just fingerspell them out. But if you're okay. new and you're trying to watch someone fingerspell, it's just like, okay. You're like, I got three out of those 10 letters. I'm literally, sorry. <laughs> literally. And they just do it so quickly. And mm -hmm. unlike like some beginners, um, you're supposed to just fingerspell with your hand in one place. Okay. So it's literally just changing your hand shape. So when you see that and you're used to kind of going like, wait, what do you, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. Oh like, my goodness. It's like, hello. Okay. <laughs> Another added level of hardness to learning sign language, I guess. <laughs> literally. The only good thing is like all these Instagram accounts I follow do like finger spelling practice and they do it at different speeds. So they'll have like a slow, medium and hard. So it's like, Ooh. I'll try to always just start at the hard to see if I'm getting better whatsoever. Ooh, I like that. It's this, that kind of like reminds me of like those times tables that we did in school. The like yep. ones that they, it's giving me the same vibe as that, you know? In a sense, <laughs> it very much is the same vibe. It's like, you're going to learn to be fast and you're going to learn to do it well. That is, that's really cool. I love that. So I know you talked about how you're like a newer club. And you guys meet and you guys learn different signs and the culture behind um, deafness and hard of hearing people. Um, do you guys like have any events that you guys do that like is like a big thing? Like we've had other clubs like Disney Club goes to Disneyland. And I know that the Hapa Hawaiian Club does a luau. Do you guys do anything like that? Yeah, um, I mean, we're definitely working on doing more events. And next year I'm kind of stepping in as an activities chair to hopefully find more events for us to go do. As of right now, like our big events is we'll meet outside of club on Saturdays at like a Starbucks and basically it's voices off and that's voices off for everyone at every moment. So basically you have to walk up to the barista and ask them, do they sign in sign language? And most of the time they're going to say no. So you have to have your order ready on your phone. Ah, um, yeah. And then it's just full practice with ASL. So if you don't know a sign, you have to finger spell it out. A lot of finger spelling occurs at these events. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But the practice signers will be like, oh, it's this sign. And you're just like, okay. But it's like, uh, honestly, I like those events a lot, even though I'm like fumbling like crazy. Cause it's like, how much are you going to actually learn until you're just in the thick of having to do it? Yeah. So. It's a nice practical situation that you can actually be like, oh, I need to recall this letter, then this letter, then this letter with this word, which you might have just learned how to spell it for literally like, you can't do the memorization as well basically yeah but I've honestly found that like sometimes like I prefer to like just go to those events and stumble through it because I remember the signs better anyways because I'll remember conversations I had and be like I know this sign and I remember this so it's <laughs> it's nice and it's nice that it's a safe space because it's like the practice signers understand there's going to be so many beginners that are just there being like okay <laughs> you're gonna have to help me that's so cool. So I know that we've talked all about the beautiful ASL club. So how much overall is a time commitment or how much of a time commitment is the club overall? That's probably a better way to word it. <laughs> yeah, um, we used to meet weekly. We're probably going to move to bi-weekly meetings. And then um, just whenever you can make like our outside events, like those Starbucks meetups, um, I know we were going to try and go a little bit outside and go over to like different cafes in the future and everything like that, just so we get variety in. But it's like, to me, it's not over commitment of time and it's, it's fun to do. So it doesn't feel like you're taking up so much time. 
I gotta love a fun club. That way you can kind of like debrief and chill out from classes. So obviously this club sounds like a lot of fun. I know I'm like, oh my God, I want to go to a meeting now. How can one person get involved or hear about when meetings are or keep in contact or in touch with the American Sign Language Club? Yeah, the easiest way right now is we don't have an email. So if you just follow our Instagram, which is NAUASL Club, um, it has like a little blue and gold symbol. Make sure you follow that one because we okay. found out there was one that tried to get started by hearing people like six years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did not work out very well. <laughs> um, and there we'll post about like different events we're having, what time club meetings are, and also like themes of club meetings. So it's like each one's a little different on like, we're learning emergency science today or we're learning about slang terms today. Um, sometimes we'll have like karaoke nights, which is super fun. Ooh, I love that. Um, yeah, our Instagram is definitely the easiest. Um, hopefully next year we can also set up an email and get all that going too. Well, that is awesome. <laughs> that is all that we have today. Thank you everyone that joined us. And thank you so much, Mackenzie, for talking to us about the American Sign Language Club. And remember listeners to kick axe jacks. <laughs>